If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Hey man, it's your boy Sadie Hendrix. I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastards. Girl, I'm overseas watching your life. I like to see you smile. All right, so we got a day one family member Mandatory. back on off the porch, Seti Hendrix. What's up, my boy? Welcome, bro. Bless, man. Bless, man. I'm glad I'm back, family. Nah, definitely, man. You know, always love when you come by and grace the steps of the porch, too, man. Always, always love for sure that. Yeah, man. So first off, how we feeling today, man? Blessed and highly favored. Glad I'm above the dirt, man. Happy and living. Yeah. How you feeling? Blessed. That's what's up. My son about to be born in the next week or two. Oh, man. damn. Congratulations, my Thank boy. You, man. Yeah. That's what's up, man. Boy, I got a jittle bug on the way. Yes, sir, man. Definitely feeling highly blessed. Like for sure, said, for man. sure, for sure. Yeah, man. So I saw you was just out in L.A. last week or maybe even earlier this week. Fresh off the plane right now today. Fresh off the plane, really. Yeah, so what was you out there working on, man? You hit uh, BET or was that yeah, yeah. on business? Uh, BET, uh, Netflix, Culture, uh, Hollywood Unlocked. Um, studios, uh, linked up with my boy Ty Dolla Sign. Okay. He hopping on a remix to my new single, Hand Hearts. That's how I know. Is that exclusive news right there? Oh, uh, yeah. Not no more. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, for sure that. Um, just working, man. I went out to LA. You know, that's my. Uh, LA and London be fighting for the number one streaming city. Oh, really? Yeah, them two be going back and forth. So, mm -hmm. me going out there, it's always love. It's, I just love LA. I love thinking about it. I was one out there working, though, man. PR and. Right place, right time, you know, that type of shit. Oh, that's love right there. Mandatory. Have you been to London? I know you went to Paris last year. I've right? been to Paris. I ain't been to London, which is an hour away on a flight. Oh, shit. So, I mean, I'm going to go I'm gonna go see about that real soon. Man, you got to go see your fans if they I do, like that, I man. do, man. I'm actually, uh, I was just speaking with uh, somebody, one of my people. We're going to talk about that later on in the interview. But I was just speaking with one of my people, man, and we're going to set up a fashion show out there in London. Oh, wow. Because his, um, his brand is real, 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 real big in Europe, period. So. Mm. Like, all right, we might as well knock it out, kill two birds in one stone. Nah, definitely, man. Yeah. So what was the trip to Paris like? What was that experience like, man? That experience was good. That was a great experience, man. Going to Paris, seeing the fashion, seeing the love that we get out there as a people. You know what I'm saying? And uh, just seeing new environment. I've never been. So I love traveling and seeing new, new things. I love the aesthetic of it. Uh -huh. But I really went out there. Shout out my boy Reese LaFleur, Sleazy, Kareem. Shout out the whole squad who went out there with me. And um, we were just vibing, man. Fashion Week was out there. We wanted mm -hmm. to get our face on the scene, see some new clothes, see some new swag and all that other shit and make it be what it's going to be. Yeah. Shit was fun, though. Is there a big difference in the fashion over there compared to Hell here? Hell yeah. Of course. <laughs> of course. Big, big difference. Huge difference. They actually know what they're doing over there. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. There's certain pieces that we can do without, but they know what they're doing over there. They yeah. got it. Now, did you pick up any pieces while you were over there? Of course. There to bring them I, I got some, um, the big fat bulky Louis. Okay. I got those. I got some Goyard, some cologne. Um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Grab some little pieces and shit from my mama that, so she can see where we was over there. Oh, for real, yeah. I feel like that's always like an ultimate flex when you can go overseas and bring back the trip. Oh, like, yeah, man. Y'all boys can't even get this. You can't, and it's cheaper. Is it really? Oh, shit. Well, I guess that makes sense since they make it. I mean, it made over there is cheaper, and you get your, um, you get a little piece of your money back. 
Yeah. I don't be tripping about that shit, though. But <laughs> nah, for real, man. It was an experience, man. Shout out Paris. Shout out London. Yeah. Now, that's hard right there, man. So, man, it's hard. Let's talk about hand hearts, man. This shit going crazy right <laughs> it now. It is. Bro. Shit going crazy. I fuck with it, man. It's doing what it's supposed to do. Shout out Code Switch Agency, Florida Boy. That's who I distributed um, the song through. Okay. And um, yeah, that motherfucker going crazy, man. Vivo, I think that bitch, had, I ain't even looked at it. I want to say 30-something thousand views already. Yeah, and then on week. YouTube, it's like 20, 30,000. Yeah, that bitch going crazy. Yeah. That bitch doing what it's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Bubbling. I'm trying to put some real legs up under that motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, nah, hand yeah. hearts out right now on all streaming platforms. You feel yeah. me? So first off, what was you going through that day that you recorded it? Like, what was your inspiration? I recorded that song in Paris when I went to the oh, studio. Really? Oh, I, yeah, I went to the studio out there too. That shit. Locked in. Um, shout out Slay. Slay had lined that up. Hmm. And um, I heard the producer, man, Benji Wyatt, he was going crazy, man. I'm like, bro, these beats sound L.A. They don't sound like I'm in Paris. He was like, I lived in Paris for like, I lived in uh, L.A. for like two months, three months. Okay. So he kind of got that shit down pat. Mm-hmm. And he took it back overseas and mixed it with what they know. And that's how I got hand hearts. Yeah. We recorded that whole vlog session. I think I did hand hearts in like five minutes tops. Five minutes? I was watching, I was watching my little young boy, uh, Hover. He was um, on live. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, damn, I'm in the studio. When I record, if I got my eyes open and thing closed, I look at what's around and kind of incorporate it with what I got going on. And he was on live. So I was like, damn, I want to see him do a reaction. I just like to see people react when I do certain things. So I was like, girl, I'm overseas watching you live. And nigga looked up like, what the fuck? And it automatically got him connected to it. So I be looking at certain situations like if I get him to connect to it off a real moment, it's other people. And that's how hand hearts came about, man. Yes. So did you know this was something you had to hold till the summertime? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mandatory. But at that time, I didn't even know I was going to be in the situation I'm in right now by the summertime. I'm just recording music, making feel good music because it just feel good. Yeah. It just ended up happening the way it happened. Things end up going, taking the course it took. So I had to drop it. Shit. Yeah. Fuck it. Drop that motherfucker. Talk about the music video, man. First, break down the concept for, you know, for people that did watch it. Okay. They're trying to probably figure out what's going on here, man. All right, bet. So, man, all in all, let me tell y'all the whole, like, rundown of what happened with that video. Hand Hearts wasn't even supposed to be my leading song that I stepped back out with. It was supposed to be Patois. Okay. But due to we couldn't get the treatment and stuff in time, me and my boy Dak, shout out Dak Magic, uh, my videographer, we get in the rental. We drive from Atlanta to Jacksonville. I got to get my hair done. Sister, the only one that could touch my hair. Go to Jacksonville, get my hair done, leave from there, have to shoot straight down to Miami, and we end up in Miami like round. Because I ain't got off the plane and do all that till like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We ain't reached Miami till the next day, okay. like 7 in the morning. The shoot, we got the boat rented at 9. Oh, shit. So now we got to like hurry up, get our clothes, get everything together. It was a mess, bro. That shit was a mess. But um, the concept of the video, we had to switch it in mid. If you look at the beginning of it, I'm like 10.30 early this morning. You see me on the boat, on the all that. You feel me? The previous day. My fault, not early this morning, the previous day. You see the girl running through the neighborhood yeah. when I'm with Alvin. I got Alvin Kamar in the video. And um, she has a red outfit on at first. That's just me recognizing that this girl in the neighborhood. Mind you, in the beginning of the video, I'm already on the boat with three other girls. Mm-hmm. The girl running through the neighborhood, I see her. Hey, can you see her? He see her. Damn, that shit look good. I got to hold down on that. 
I didn't hold down that day. I see her again in a blue outfit, okay, yeah. running the neighborhood again, like she did the first time I seen her. This time I hop out. Damn, you don't remember me? I'm the nigga that seen you in the street, you was running, what's up? She, oh, I do remember you. We hit it off how we hit it off, now we rocking. Fast forward to the day before, when the, when the video first came on. I'm on a boat with this new girl, but she ends up being friends with the girl I seen running through the neighborhood. So she brings home the boat. Oh, girl just end up keeping it player, you know what I'm saying? She ain't saying nothing. It's a whole nother girl on the boat too, though, that end up liking me too. So it's like the whole concept of it is, you know what I'm saying? Like they thinking it's this main girl because of how much love I'm showing her, but not even paying attention that you got this one who I seen first, then the other one who just end up rocking with me because she, she like a nigga, I'm on the boat, her friend fall asleep, she see me and go to choose it. It is what it is. Some toxic cute shit for the summer. That's it. That's all. It all boils down to some toxic bullshit for the summer with a good storyline to it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And a good song. So that was had, really the concept of it. Okay. And then you had the cliffhanger then to be continued. Oh, yeah. The, to be continued is patois. You see, okay. I had to flip it. We literally had to come up with a whole concept in the midst of this video within two to three hours while we shooting this. Because we thinking, like, how is this going to play out to the people? They're going to be confused. Hmm. So to be continued, I have a song called Double O and B one of my bitches okay. to be continued. In the video, it's one, two, three different bitches. You know what I'm saying? Women, I apologize. I don't mean bitch like that. Neither beautiful, intelligent, talented, cooperative, and helpful. That's what bitch mean to me. It's an acronym. Yeah, yeah. but um, that's just the, the moral of the story, man. This tape is I love y'all, but it's me showing a side of me that, I, that I'm finally embracing. Like, I shied away from the fact that my fan base is women. Hmm. Everybody that fuck with me is women. And that may sound real crazy, like, why would you shy away from that? It's just that, this, you know what I'm saying? When you used to pushing this, yeah. and you want the world to accept you for this, but they're telling you we accept you for that, any human is gonna, is gonna look at it like rejection. But I'm embracing the fact that, hey, I'm a ladies man, and it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. we're just gonna rock and roll with it. I'm mature, I'm gonna, I'm gonna grow as time go on, but I'm just gonna embrace, I'm gonna embrace my whole stage. Like, it is what it is, like. <laughs> You feel like Fuck this it. is your whole stage Man, right now? I've been in one relationship my whole life. I, at 22, 23 years old. I was in a relationship the first two, three years and doing my little. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This one in between and all that other shit, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I never... Just said, fuck it. Like, bitch, I'm setting Hendrix. Like, fuck it. Like, I'ma post what I want, I'ma do what I want, I'ma say what I want, when I want, however, yeah, you, yeah, you rocking or you rolling. Yeah. So that's that's really what this is, man. Like, just embracing this shit. Hand hearts to be continued to one of my bitches. You know what I'm saying? Just embracing this shit. Yeah. I always say, man, like the female fans, they gonna be the loyal ones anyway. Of course. When you go to your show, who's in the front row? It's Women. them. Women. Yeah, they, they the ones sharing your music. They the ones hitting you up like, why the fuck ain't you dropping, Seti? Buy shirts, tickets, man, this shit buy t-shirts, tickets. Yeah. Tickets, t-shirts, whatever you want to go, that's all this shit about, man. And the women is gonna be in the forefront, buying all your shit, screaming your shit, showing support. And men gonna follow whatever the women rock with at the end of the day, whether they want to admit it or not. Yeah. So how do we get Ty Dolla Sign on the remix? Huh? <laughs> Man, me and Ty locked in. He did a feature with me and Major Nine on it. So okay, that back yeah, in four yeah. days, like we just locked in. You know what I'm saying? And that's who I uh, I was like, damn, I'm in LA. This beat sound LA. 
It's an L.A. feeling. It's my number one streaming city. Fuck it, a tough. And then when I played it, he went to doing his thing in the background in the studio, just singing. Oh, he was already ready. He was already rocking with like, oh yeah, I need in on this. Damn near like, yeah, like I, I need in on this. For real. So I'm like, all right, say no more. That's it. That's gonna be major right there. That's gonna be huge. Yeah. It's gonna be huge, man. Another blessing, another brick we add to the foundation. Nah, definitely, man. Yeah. Um, earlier this year, you shared a, you know, like a heartfelt letter to your fans, man. Where yeah. you thank them, you know, for rocking with you and all yeah. that. Even mentioned like using music as therapy to kind of, you know, turn your pain into something beautiful, man. Yeah. Talk about sure. the inspiration for that letter, man. The inspiration behind that I love you letter was uh, just finally letting them know that, man, listen, I feel like I neglected y'all with my music. I feel like I bird fed y'all, you know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong, I, I drop really good projects. I drop some really good music, you know what I'm saying? I just, I wasn't consistent. I'm consistent with the quality of it and the pictures and the swag and the hoes and the everybody fuck with me and all that other shit though. But I'm, I'm, I was dropping once a year. So that I love you letter was really me letting them know that I recognize what I did wrong. I'm picking up from what I did wrong, what I feel like I did wrong. Yeah. And I'm sorry, cause I know this shit done say, stop some of y'all from killing yourself, helped y'all get over situations when you've been touched or beat or whatever the case may be. My music has healed a lot of people from what I know, from what I've seen. And I, I just, I ain't feed y'all enough. I didn't do right by y'all. So this letter was really letting them know that I love y'all, I care, and there's no more of that. There is no more me bird feeding y'all. There is no more me just popping out and I'm disappearing. I'm finna consistently give y'all this music and consistently keep going in this with y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's really where that letter came from. Now, how much of that comes down to the label? If you're you dropping like once a year, or did you have free reign to drop as much as you wanted to? No, I did not have free reign to drop as much as I want to at all. And 50% uh, of that letter stemmed from the label, yeah. I take full account of my actions and where I fucked up at as an artist and as a businessman. And I would love for them or the label, whoever, to take account for where they fucked up at and where they did not do right. In part in. If I consistently was able to drop bodies of music and at a at a rate pace of what I wanted to, mm -hmm. or what I feel like it's obviously being shown to do, then maybe it'll be a different story. But we can't speak on that. So yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's just at the end of the day, yes, I do feel like the label had a part of that. Yeah. So yeah. you mentioned the new distribution deal. So is the situation with Generation Now, is that over with? Yeah, that's over with. Um, much love to Gen Now and everybody over there at Gen Now, and I appreciate them for letting me stand on their shoulders and giving me an opportunity to even step foot in this world. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it was just a time for me to branch off. I overexceeded my contract, man. I signed for one and one. Oh, really? You feel me? We broke that down to make it a three and one, and then a three and one almost turned into a four and one. That four and one, I was finna give you a fifth one. Rhythm and Gangsta, I was finna give another one. Still in the position that I'm in and still not, it just wasn't, it just wasn't, I mean, I overseeded my contract, man. I did what I was supposed to do, man. I didn't want it to go like this. It's either y'all fuck with me on this or I gotta make this decision as a man to do what I gotta do. And I just had to make a decision as a man and, and do what I gotta do. Ain't no bad blood, and ain't no disrespect. No, I did not get dropped. So let's go ahead and clarify that right now. I've never been dropped from a label, ever. I purposely stood up on my team and I walked away from this because I felt like I can not necessarily, you can't do nothing on your own. 
Mm. But I feel like, okay, I did everything I was supposed to do. Yeah. So uh, let, me, let me go and get, let me get that clear. I've never been dropped from no label at all. So don't let nobody, I don't give a fuck what status or anything they got or any type of shit you got going on that you feel like black bar, any of that bullshit, you got this shit 150%. But I ain't been dropped from no label. And I'm gonna keep my glasses off for the rest of this interview. <laughs> so was it an easy decision or how difficult was that decision fuck, no. to walk away? That shit hurt. I love these folks, bro. I love these people. Like I ain't wanna, I ain't just wanna do like, it was different for me, the, the promises that we made to each other, the shit that we said to each other, the, 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 the foundation that was added on and kept getting built. Man, that shit hard to walk away from. When you come from a machine or a, a system and now you back this way, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it hurt, but shit, life hurt. A lot of shit hurt. You gotta do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? And get, and get through it. And at the end of the day, man, a hit is a hit. I come with a motherfucking hit. We all gonna be shaking hands. How you doing, man? Oh, there ain't nothing bad blood. You know how that, hey man, it is with. Motherfuckers gonna be cool anyway. Cause motherfuckers name still gonna be attached to it. I will forever be a part of Generation Now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm gonna always have love for them and always beat up, but or it's just business. I'm not the only artist that ever been through this. Oh yeah. You know what see, I'm saying? I see it every day talking exactly, about it. Exactly, but I didn't do it they way. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going around this bitch throwing salt on niggas' names and lying and doing all extra shit and, and you know what I'm saying? I'm not doing all that. I'm just making it seem like I'm a, like, this is what I want. This is what I need. That's, that's it. That's understandable, yeah. Yeah. So what would you say were like some lessons you learned while being signed that you could apply to being independent now? Uh, that this shit all about relationships. Yeah, have some bread. You gotta have bread. You gotta have bread to do anything. But this shit about relationships, man. I know him and her. I, I fuck with you. Do this for me. Oh yeah, boom. This all this shit about, man. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. Be a genuine person, man. Move with good intent. That's the lessons I learned in this shit. Even if I didn't get all those lessons that was taught to me were not practiced through the people that told me this shit, I still learned, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so how excited are you about this new chapter, then? Man, our, with the first 60 days of this shit, I, this boy, it's been too much. <laughs> boy, this shit so motherfucking expensive. This shit been expensive with shit. The calls, the, 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 the kissing ass, the shaking hands, and all that other extra shit, man. This shit come with so much shit, bro. It come with so much shit, man. But, hey, I'm good for it tough. Yeah. Let's get it, man. So, you've been talking about this new EP on IG for so long. Bro. Yeah, I love y'all. I love y'all. Yeah, so I, I think the title's self-explanatory, though. Um, you've been saying this is like, it's going to be all summer vibes on this, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Real summer bops. Um, double O and B, you got Hand Hearts. The only feature on there is Landstrip Chip. Okay, that, that, yeah, and you previewed that song. Yeah, that, that went crazy. Hmm. That went real good, you feel me? Um, I'm actually going back and doctoring some shit, but I actually want to add a track on there, man, by um, this producer. He's an amazing producer, but he's also an actor, too. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm gonna let that be a secret. I'm gonna let I'm gonna surprise people with that. But it was in that post. It was definitely in that okay. post. Yeah. But uh, this tape gonna be a lot of summer box, man. It's electrifying, it's new, it's refreshing. You know what I'm saying? It's something that I feel like people need to hear and vibe to and lock in. And it's, it's just new. Mm -hmm. It's more steady shit at that too. It's more me. <laughs> yeah. It's like an elevation of the sound you yeah, were doing. Yeah, for sure. It's happy. It's just up, it's happy, and it's... Mm -hmm. I don't know how else to explain it. Yeah. 
Was that your, um, like, when, when you sat down to make this project, did you like, all right, let's make it all in one vibe, or was that just the type of music you were making? That's just what was, what was coming out, you know what I'm saying? Like, I went through, so I didn't have, due to, due to me making that decision, I didn't have immediate access to all the music that I already had and was making. Oh, really? So a lot of shit was new, and a lot of shit I had to use that I didn't record there. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and you gotta, I stopped recording there in December. I would pull up, do my little bits and pee, but I really stopped recording over there in December. Hmm. So I don't got access to a lot of this music. Oh, wow. So I had to make a whole bunch of shit over. Shoot. Not saying niggas holding it or being none of that extra shit. It's just my mind. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba frame was so let me just go let me keep moving let me just keep moving to the point I just made a whole bunch of new music and now we got shit everywhere oh. you know what I'm saying so that it wasn't supposed to sound like a summer tape it just ended up sounding like the perfect timing yeah. alignment the universe hmm. now that's you know, interesting like you said that there's some music over there you probably won't be able to get or release right I don't know hopefully I don't think I don't think, I don't think they I don't think they hate like that yeah. they'll let that shit go or get it to me however it goes shit understood man man good business man yeah so we still sticking with July for the EP, Sadie? My what? We still sticking with July for the EP? My live, my line? No, the, the July. For oh, the July. Yeah. Am I still okay. sticking with July for the EP? Um, yeah, we still gonna drop it in July, but uh, I ain't dropping it on July 6th no more. <laughs> I know this was on your ass when man, you said June. They finna, they finna <laughs> get on, they see this shit, but it's dropping in July. It's dropping in July. I wanna just, I wanna give Hand Hearts time to breathe. That yeah. bitch doing what it's doing. I wanna give this bitch some more, some more wings to fly. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. the moment that motherfucker go to, all right, boom, take, here y'all go. <laughs> here y'all go, huh? Here, eat it up. There it is. Yeah, to just kind of have it even create that demand for the project too, even more. So it's, it's like, it's right. marketing, man. It's marketing strategy. Yeah, sure, how bro. you present this shit to, this, to the people and how they hear it and how they see it, damn near feel it, however. It, that shit depends on that. Yeah. It can alter everything. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just dropping and working, man. Whatever happens, happens. No, I can't wait to hear this. For sure. Yeah. Um, you got the chance to work with Big Scar uh, before he passed, unfortunately. Yeah. Man. Uh, talk about that relationship and what that studio session was like when you guys uh, created that song, uh, Not In My League. Shout out to Joy. Shout out to JB. Shout out to the whole Frozone Count, the Reapers. Shout out everybody, man. But um, me and Scar, we met through some label shit, Atlantic shit, but um, one, after that, it was straight, oh, that's my brother. And you know, we live in a generation where everybody ain't quick to just, that's my brother, that's my brother, all that dick ride, all that extra shit. But real deal, locked in off the rip, very next day, like calling me every other day to the point where he didn't even know I did low key. He knew, oh, he, man, we so locked in, he so locked in, like two months, two months in, boy say, we, we ride in a car, going to the bowling alley. And um, that nigga say, hold on. I, I don't know who cut the song on in the front seat, but that nigga, everybody turned up in the car. That nigga Scott say, hold on, what this nigga sound like? And it was like, bro, he do this song. Scott was like, boy, what the fuck? This you, boy, I've been listening to this shit way before since da And I'm like, bro, that's how you, he's like, that's how you know it's real, bro. I really locked in with you and I ain't even give a fuck about none of that. Yeah. I'm like, real shit though. And um, my last conversation I had with Scott was literally uh, 24 hours before he passed. Oh, wow. 
I'm on the phone with him. And I just flew back in. And I had just talked to Jay. We all had just had a, like a little a gathering at her crib together, all of us, telling him about like how he got to quit this shit. And at this point, at this time, I'm clean. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a year clean off lean, or a year and six months or so off lean at that time. And I'm trying to explain this to him, but I'm also telling him, like, I can't, I can't preach that much. Yeah. I'm human. I may relapse. I may fall back. But right now, in the moment, at this time, you know what I'm saying? I'm just preaching to him, doing what I can. But that phone call, fresh off the plane, I'm like, man, what's up? We finna go back to the bowling alley. And he like, man, don't be mad at me, brother. I'm like, why? He was like, I'm finna hit it back to the city real quick. I'm like, damn, but I'm fresh off the plane. You told me to check the bowling alley. Man, you done made me. He like, bro, don't be mad. I, so I'm like, all right, yeah, whatever, I hang up. He called me back, like, I think 30 minutes to an hour later. And he like, bro, I just called to say I love you, bro. And I'm like, bro, I love you too. I ain't even tripping, bro. It's great. Handle your business. I'm going to see you when you get back. Nigga, 3 o'clock that morning, 2 o'clock that morning. I'm, and I'm and at this, I'm going to be real, and I'm going to be Two o'clock in the morning, I'm on, I'm at two girl, I'm at this girl house on mushrooms. And I look on my phone, but you ain't supposed to be looking on your phone when you're on mushrooms. So I put my phone down, I go to tripping, smoking. Girl come from my, she say, uh, said don't, don't cry, don't get mad, don't go to punch and shit, just try to stay calm. So she walk over and then grab me. I'm like, what's wrong? She was like, Sky. I'm like, what's wrong with Sky? And then she tell me. And I'm like, ah, oh, I go to crying, doing all that other shit. And it just fucked me up, because I'm like, damn. Like, I've been, I've been losing partners eight, since 18, 19 years old. But it's like, that shit different when you in the rap shit now, nah, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm away from all the bullshit. Well, I'm not away from all the bullshit, but I'm trying my, I'm, I'm away from it more than I was. And I get in this shit, and it's just a new level of how you losing your niggas. You know what I'm saying? It's just a new level of it. Mm -hmm. So. It's just more pain, another angel that you gain, but it's just more pain you add on when you, you know what I'm saying? You really fuck with somebody and it's somebody you consider a friend or brother that you there for that you just want to see succeed. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who can feel what I'm feeling right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Probably even more than what I'm feeling, but losing him was just, I think that was, cause before that it was trouble. Mm -hmm. And I said that was my last straw. Cause I seen how that shit affected my nigga thug, thug like. Mm -hmm. So seeing that happen with Sky, yeah, it was just like, man, that's my last straw. I'm numb. Yeah. I used to post comments, call, do all type of extra shit. Now it's just, I'm numb. Another angel game, gonna keep this shit moving. And I just figure this out on my own time about how I feel about it. You know what I'm saying? But that shit just hurt. No, absolutely, man. That shit was such a surprise to everyone, man. Like, not yeah. scar, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Take off, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Been a rough year, man. For sure. Yeah. Um, going back to you saying that, you know, when you quit lean, was, did you have like a breaking point in your life to where it was like, I need to put this down? Or yeah. what was the motivation for that? Uh, uh, Scar, my mama. My mama kept calling me like with the anxiety crying though. Like it got, cause she been seeing me go through this. I've been on lean since back in the G. I was like 17, 17, 18. But uh, I, I got tired of the anxiety I was giving. I really started to see this shit really fucking with my mama. And it's fucking with me. It's fucking with me, but I like to work out, play basketball, move around. So yeah. at this time, I'm sipping lean, shrooms, popping perch, but I'm still working out. I'm still playing basketball, I'm still moving around, running and shit. So I'm like, man, I'm good. I'm getting that shit all out my system. 
nah, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. Man, my mama, the main reason I said fuck that shit. She called me crying down there begging. You feel me saying, look how you looking in your pictures. This one, I went, I just started posting captions. This one, I would just post pictures, not even no captions, just throw the picture Eyes dead low, motherfucking bags under my shit, just high as fuck. But I, I, I used to love the vulnerability of that, if that makes sense. I used to love like the, the feeling and the negative attention that I got off me being, being negative and in pain and fucked up, you feel me? But when I seen that that shit really started to fuck with my tea lady, I said, man, I really gotta, let me leave it alone. Yeah. And I wanted better for myself. I just wanted to tighten up. And that shit got too fucking expensive. Oh, hell yeah. I'ma call it how it is. That shit got too fucking expensive, bro. But that's what made me get off that shit. Nah, salute to you I quit the tobacco that. too, but as you see, I've been two, three months back on tobacco. <laughs> so, like I said, I'm flesh, I'm human. I'm human, man. Everything's a work in progress. That's all it know? is, man. That's all. I just want to be as truthful and honest with the people as I can. Man. Yeah, understood, man. Um, For sure. You had posted a shirt recently of you supporting Young Thug, man. Mandatory. Yeah. Talk about just what they trying to do to him, like using his lyrics in court. Do you feel like that should be a fair game for artists? No, not at all. Freedom of speech. I can say what I want, when I want, how the fuck I want. It what it is. And some people, all people should be able to take the consequences that come behind that. But it, it, when it comes to court, I don't think that should be held in there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't right. That shit ain't right at all. Free Jeff. Yeah. Definitely feel like rap is being targeted. You don't see them doing this to other genres. It's been targeted like though. And they don't be doing this shit to other motherfuckers, but they at, in no other genre at all. With the most weirdest, craziest shit going on. But you know what that is, man. It's a whole systematic oppression against us, man. Even though some shit we put on ourselves and we do to ourselves. You know what I'm saying? But hey, they on our ass, man. Free yeah. Jeff, man. Yeah, that shit yeah. fucked up. At the end of the day, it's art. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's it's all expression. it is. Yeah, that's it. That's all it is. It's art. It's my way of me speaking, saying how I feel. This shouldn't be used in the court against me and put me away for life because I'm speaking on how I feel, which results back into what I said earlier, freedom of speech. Yeah, no, that's real, man. Mm -hmm. um, can we talk about the Carl Kanak bag, man? That, that, that's different for Seti right yeah, there. Yeah, man. Hold on, now this. Carl Kanak socks, motherfucking Carl Kanak bag, Carl Kanak shoes, all that stuff, man. I just, that's something else I did out there in LA too, man. I um. I saw him get this award at uh, the Netflix Culture Unlocked. BET had um, put together and hosted. It was wonderful, bro. And um, seeing all the panels of all the big black entertainers that wore this shit and was in this, man, and really like put on for it. And I've been wearing Kalkanai too as a jet. Okay, I got Kalkanai. I think we pictures. all did. Yeah, exactly. Up, if you know, you know. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, we chopped it up in my suit. My suit really got me a lot of attention. My suit really got me a lot of attention from different people. And when he seen it, you know what I'm saying, he's like, yo, uh, what's up, bro? That suit is crazy, young. I went to chopping up with him, let him know, yo, I'm a fan, Tupac, uh, Biggie, Diddy, everybody in your shit, Aaliyah. And um, I told him, like, bro, I would love to jot down some ideas, man, with everything, tap in. I just want to do a photo shoot with you. He was like, get my number, man. Come through the office. Like, hit him up, text him. Very next day, I pull up at the office. We pull up. I actually was supposed to leave that day before. I stayed out there extra because of that. Okay. Pulled up to the office, man, and got to spend three hours with him. And, bro, it was one of the best moments of my career. Mm. Being able to lock in with Carl Kanai, see old magazines, original source magazines from back then, seeing old clothes from back then, the new shit that's going to come out. And he seeing me try all these things on. 
and it, these are sample fits, but they fit in me. Mm. And he was like, you know what, hey, um, let's put something together, man. I say, bro, I, I'm with it. I'm with whatever you with. Let's do it, bro. Like, so right now, man, on the creative side, on the creative side of Carl Kanai, like, um, I'm definitely a part of the direction that's finna go on. With that's that. major, right? That's, there. that's super major. You know what yeah. I'm saying for me. So, shout out Carl Kanai. This the bag, the full leather bag of this shit. Shit fire. I'm keeping everything in them all for real. Yeah, congrats on that. Yeah, yeah for sure. I appreciate it, man. Cause you know we talk about it in every interview. Your love for fashion. Yeah, for sure. So it was just a matter. This Garvey T-shirt right here. Oh yeah. Garvey V. This his T-shirt. I feel like this gonna be the next um Disney. All these characters gonna be the next Disney characters. That's it. So I'm gonna, after this, I'm putting this shirt up. This shirt gonna be worth about a ten. Huh. Or a dub, real soon. Now that's hard right there, man. For sure. Um, so short-term goals, long-term goals. What we got set? What we got set for the rest of the year? Alright, uh, rest of the year, man. I'm still in the works again. That hospital put together. I've been having to pick up community service hours and donations and all those type of things within my city. Certain councils and people I've been talking to in Jacksonville. Uh, I, so yeah, the hospital. Um, I see myself with a number one album, a Grammy, and a Diamond record, mm. and I'm out. <laughs> And I'm gone. And you know, they said rap hasn't had a number one album this year. I think, I think, no, did it? I think somebody done did it. Did somebody do it? They must have did it like this week then. No, actually no, because they said Thug's numbers were off or something to where he was only going to sell like 80,000. But yeah, they said this is like the longest they've gone into a year since like 94. You sure? It says 90, 94. 94. 93, right? 94. Okay, yeah. And, and it still ain't nobody. I think so, no. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Uh-huh. I mean, hey, I grabbed that motherfucker. <laughs> I grabbed that motherfucker. Hey, let's get it. I'm with it, man. I'll take that number one spot. I'm with it. Yeah. You feel me? But however it goes, music is in a real uh, weird space right now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, you remember when Nas was like, hip-hop is dead? Mm -hmm. Do you think it's in that phase right now again? No, I don't think No, not saying that it's dead, but yeah. obviously it wasn't dead when Nas said it. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I felt like Nas meant by it's transitioning from what He's seen hip hop was, and now it's in this transition. And now, by the numbers that's going on right now, stating what you just said, it's in another transition. Somebody got to come out and acknowledge that transition, type shit. Yeah, I just feel you like what's gonna be. Rap is missing those big superstars like Pac and Biggie. You know what I'm saying? They dropped. You knew they was going number one. Like, do we have those artists right now? Yes, we got Kendrick and J Cole. But are they dropping like, like you got that's the that's the point like drop but we don't know what's going on behind with, the scenes behind the scenes with the legal the legal issues mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying that dips back to what I was saying earlier even about my shit on a smaller scale you know what I'm saying but it's a reason why these why artists like that are not dropping and J Cole actually been collabing with artists oh, yeah. more often than he he's ever her, did yes. in his whole career from yeah. what I'm seeing because I watched Kendrick and J Cole whole career that's what I grew up on those two artists specifically. You know what I'm saying? Like, so maybe it's just more, more togetherness. More of those type of artists who actually got something to say. More of those type of artists who actually got a real connection with this and more conscious and still know how to appeal to the fun and the swag. I yeah. need to tap in with, with, these, with these young bulls. You know what I'm saying? And, and get more acquainted with what's going on. Like, see, like say this shit. Mm -hmm. For real, for real. Nah, J. Cole doing it, shit. Kendra doing it with Baby King, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? But we just need more niggas to keep, keep going. Like the GOATs, people of that caliber, everybody that Kendrick named in that um, 
that song back in the G when he ain't this, he just shouted out yeah. everybody. It's like he was challenging them. Every last one of them niggas he named need to literally be every day fucking with the with the, the new up and comings. Like head all the way in with this shit. Like that's what I feel like it helped the shit go back number one and bring out more of this. Yeah. More of it, I guess. I don't know. Nah, that's why it's right there, man. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to touch on Seti before we wrap this up, bro? Shit, nah. Okay. You done did it. You done did the damn thing. Yeah. Hand hearts out right now. I love y'all on the way in July. Uh, and two more tapes right after that. Nah, I got three more tapes I'm dropping the rest of this year, man. So at the end of the day, more music for y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Shout out Florida, boy. Gang shit. 904 Duval County. Pussy. Girl, I'm overseas watching your life. I like to see you smile.